What is interesting about sound? Sound is an integral part of our lives. Whether we like it or not, the vibrations of these sounds reach us not only through the hearing sense, but also by coming into contact with the physical body. The sound vibrations can affect us either positively or negatively, entering into our being via the physical, mental and emotional realms, thereby affecting our consciousness as a whole. On behalf of the Agora team, I'm really excited to have Monica Vlad for this uh, new Agora talk. Monica uh, Vlad is a Romanian audiovisual artist living and working in Linz, Austria. Monica, welcome. Hello. <laughs> okay. You have a very intriguing path from a family of engineers. It only took you a few years to shift from hydropower engineering to embrace your artistic career to the fullest. You studied new media art at uh, l'Accademia di Belle Arti di Carrara in Italy, followed by a Master of Interface Cultures from Kunst Universität Linz in Austria. So I'm really looking forward to discovering the reasons that now is the perfect moment for women in digital art and how much your intuition is an important factor in your art. So Monica, I'm very happy to hand over to you. Hello everyone, welcome to the talk. I was born in a small town in Romania and when I was little, I didn't have so much intersection with art because I was born during the dictatorship, Ceausescu dictatorship, and we didn't have so much influence from outside. Actually, the borders were closed. Yeah, I don't know what made me go into into this art world i think um looking back i had always a sound in my head as uh, the title of of this uh, um this talk um but i had no idea how to define it i knew i didn't like all these um, pop songs or um this kind of commercial songs i knew i always wanted something more experimental of course in romania back then we didn't had uh, possibility to study art or music so coming from a family of engineers we i, I also followed this path i studied uh, the polytechnics university in bucharest with a specialization in uh, hydropower engineering and i studied this for six years but in the same time i was also trying to have fun because i was young and i was i don't know 20 years old 19 years old and i wanted to go to parties and so and i don't know somehow i went into this uh, scene and i became a vj and actually the reason of becoming a vj was not only because it was super cool <laughs> and something very new to me but uh, so um, i wanted to go to parties and not want i didn't want to pay the tickets so 
the price, the entry fee, to say the truth. So I said, okay, I have to work for events. Um, anyway, it was a good decision, even if now it's funny to say. I just really went into VJing and everything went super, super good because the scene was developing in Bucharest with uh, this kind of events like drum bass or electronic music breakbeat and so And it was extremely, extremely fun to do it. And being also a girl was even more interesting for me um, to do, like, I don't know, boys' job or something like that. And, yeah, after that, I I went to, to I moved to Italy uh, because I had a boyfriend. And now I want to talk, uh, tell you a little story and uh, something I read and do you know that situation in which mm, nothing is working out everything is great you just broke up with your boyfriend you cannot find a job and you think hell is on earth well that was the point in which I decided to take life in my hands I stopped complaining about everything and I promised to myself that from now on I will be sincere with myself everything I will do I will do to bring me fulfillment even if it is a small thing. And stop having expectations from people around you. Stop being so harsh with yourself and others because everyone makes mistakes. So what's so bad about it? Mistakes can be solved. And as I like to say, every problem has at least two solutions. Life goes on with ups and downs, just like sound. Opportunities are everywhere. You just have to see them and take them. Just do it. No overthinking, no complaining, no procrastination. Just do it. And I did it. And I want for you to do it as well. Now, I do think it's a perfect moment for women in digital art because there are so many opportunities for women all over the world. Finally, we have a chance to be equals in genres. Take those opportunities and make them grow. Then, as you can see, it was a bad moment in my life. <laughs> And then I started the Academia di Belle Arte di Carrara as a trial to put myself together. I saw art as a savior and a domain where I can be myself. I wanted to make audiovisual performances, but I was so afraid. In that moment of negativity, I tried to understand the situation, to detach myself and see it from outside. I immediately understood it was about shame and fear. I was ashamed to exhibit myself in front of the public and be that person at which everyone is looking. I was so afraid about what they think, what they think about my sound, what they think about my performance. I was afraid I wasn't good enough, not talented enough, not smart enough. But at the end I said, well, this is me. This is my performance. This is my work. I am honest in my sound composition. This is me, either you like it or not. My work is about being vulnerable, but the communication is made through sound and visuals, not words. And this is something that the public understands because they see themselves vulnerable as well. Courage comes from the French word cœur, that means heart. When you have the courage to do something, you give your heart the opportunity to shine. And I have the courage to be myself as imperfect as I am. Brilliant, thank you. <laughs> your performances are better experienced live, but also uh, you're using in your work a variety of sounds such as noise, ambient and experimental sounds. 
from low to very high frequencies that the human here or even a recorder cannot capture. Could you tell us how you use those kind of low and high frequencies and what is the purpose of it? I am making experimental or I don't know, I can say noise or dark ambience. Um, let's put it in that field. And actually, I love to use low frequencies. For example, you can feel the sound in your body. You can feel it in your belly or something like that. And this is for me a, a feeling that I also like to experiment when I go and listen some some concerts or something like that. It's something that I like to use and I like to make the people feel also the sound in, in in their in their bodies, not only in their minds somehow. I don't know if I want to make the sound to be like you have the impression you can touch it or so. And also the high frequencies, I um, I like to, to use combinations like um, either very low, either very high. Of course, there are also, it's a nice composition. It's not uh, without mids or so. But I like to, to work with the extreme uh, sounds, but in a way that can be um, pleasant, let's say. <laughs> I like to find uh, these paradoxal soundscapes, like this combination that you probably think, oh my God, these things are, will never be good together, will never sound good or so. But I, I like to do this. This is my research in sound. Okay. So I'm not um, um, a recording artist or so. I'm just a live performer. I like to research sounds. I like to make uh, combinations that are otherwise thought impossible to make. In your presentation, you were talking about courage and how you felt about your own representation. Now that you uh, that you feel possibly more confident, do you tell <laughs> stories in, in your work and, and what kind of stories are they? Uh, yes, I tell stories. Um, I tell stories from two point of views. For example, I had a performance, Los Panalos Forever, and actually it was a tribute to, to old media devices. And I was using a sewing machine, for example. I was using cassettes, workmen's, uh, the cassette loops, tape loops, or um, other instruments, uh, also toys, keyboards that I was playing live, some toys that I was modifying myself, I was modifying the circuit. Yes, this is one story but also there is like this is the technical story so the more subjective story is about uh, trying to communicate some feelings through sound and visuals and of course music uh, it's it's a way of communication also art is in general but um, I'm trying to communicate my feelings in this way and people, I think they understand because I get like feedback that I understood what you wanted to say. Oh my God, it was so nice. Oh my God, I you made me cry. It's like, what really? It's nice, you know, you can just see it like this, you know? But some somehow it's working. And I think it's about this, this thing of being vulnerable. You know, it's like, okay, I'm telling my feelings. I'm not saying words, I'm not complaining complaining about whatever but I'm trying to express it in another way 
And, you know, it's not only me. Everyone is having these feelings, you know. <laughs> and it's, it's funny that they can see, they can hear, and they can feel themselves in, in the same situation as well. And this is the very cool part of it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> well, I was very curious when I, I saw your portfolio that we're working with a, a soprano. So how was this uh, experience on, on stage? Yes, it was very good. Maybe I can also show you some pictures. Oh, shortly. yes, sure, of course. Okay, so the performance was called Che si può fare? Translation, what can you do? Okay, it's like a negative situation. It's coming, but what can you do? You see it in a negative way. Okay, you feel bad for it, or I don't know, you go get over it you know but in the moment you kind of need this kind of i don't know uh, quiet moment <laughs> yes yes <laughs> exactly and uh, i found um, my soprano johanna falkinger uh, she's uh, austrian and uh, she's studying in bruckner university in linz and for me it was uh, a little bit difficult at the, um, that moment to find a soprano that wants to work with a noise performer, which was actually my flatmate in Linz is a soprano as well. It's a, it's a girl, but she said like, sorry, I, 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 can, I cannot understand this sound. So if I don't understand like noise, it's, it's impossible to work. I, I mean, that was my, my idea. That's why I didn't invite her. But I invited uh, Johanna because she wanted more to experiment, you know. She had as well no idea about noise, but she embraced it somehow, you know. I was talking to her about what is exactly the sound, what are exactly the layers, the textures, where I'm going with the concept of the performance, and uh, she understood. And here, for example, these pictures are from Deep Space in Ars Electronica where we were performing for Ars Electronica Festival. Uh, in 2019, we had like six performances. And also for another event, uh, we were invited. And yeah, people um, liked it very much because it was something unusual for them as well. To have noise, which is like so, such a pure sound, and the female voice is so pure with noise, which is so dirty and it's so atonal, you know? It, 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 it follows absolutely no rule. I'm making the rules in my composition. And yeah, people understood it and they liked it. And it was also, as I said, unusual for them, but we we got very nice feedback mm-hmm. and I'm very happy for that. And, and the soprano is ready to try another experiment with noise? Yes. <laughs> Actually, we're supposed to we're supposed to have other performance in 2020 in Salzburg, but um, unfortunately, because of Corona, everything was uh, postponed. So we will make it uh, this year in a few months. And also, we were invited in Britain, in the UK, actually in Great Britain, in Stockton, where I was in Middlesbrough Arts Weekender. Uh, we were. Uh, I was there before, like I don't know, in two two years ago, and they called me back and, because they saw this uh, performance okay. with the soprano, and they said, "Oh my God, this is super cool! Yeah. <laughs> do you want to come and do it as well here?" So yeah, sure, why not? 
And yeah, Johanna is very happy for it because we are going outside of Linz, you know, and actually that, that we were as well in Vienna and it's cool. But, you know, it's all, it's all about uh, these uh, travel bands. Could, could you think about recording, I mean, in a studio, this kind of uh, combination? Because I, I know you, you're kind of picky to have only few <laughs> studio, which is weird when you consider that you the mysteries of glitch in sound. So that's more so pickish on, on being so pure and in the studio and it has to be impeccable, whereas you are working with the imperfect. Well, I didn't thought in recording a piece with Johanna, but uh, I'm thinking to record myself and actually I'm thinking to to make a tape release uh, soon, this year. Actually, I wanted to do it last year, but uh, it was so messy that I said, okay, next year. <laughs> actually, yeah, it's a good idea. I didn't thought about this, but now that you said maybe, I don't know, maybe I should ask Johanna. <laughs> exactly. Question I have for you is like, how can you influence the uh, emotions of the audience when when you are playing? So how is your intuition? Does it allow you to have some kind of uh, last minute change, or how does it work? Actually, I have a way uh, to perform. Uh, it's not about making. Okay, I can. I usually I make the um, if it's a performance with a name and a concept that I will present to some festivals, I will make um, a score, let's say, um, a composition. But there are also events in which I'm invited to just perform, do whatever you like, something like that. And then I am just improvising. Uh, that is a way in which I kind of, for example, I had a performance in Kapu in Linz, and it was the first lockdown in April, in 18th of April, I was invited. And in, the first lockdown was the worst ever <laughs> because it was so harsh. And it really kind of got me a little bit, like emotionally and mentally. And I'm sure I'm not the only one that was feeling a little bit depressed. But uh, luckily, I was invited to, to these um, lockdown sessions, and it was me and two guys, one guy that was filming and one guy that was uh, recording. I just, I just did improvisation for 40 minutes. I don't know how, how I did it, you know? I was, like, so low and so down, and I put, like, all these feelings in this in this performance. And then the performance went on TV, uh, went... Uh, online my friends and other people saw it and said like oh my god this was your best performance to date it's like okay i was like completely vulnerable completely down completely depressed and also the okay the performance is not like depressive okay i'm gonna cut my wrist or something like that it's just like something that you actually need you know sometimes to listen to to this kind of stuff and to see that people are in the situation that you are as well. This was the only uh, only time I actually liked to record the <laughs> performance. <laughs> Usually I don't like my recordings because uh, the, the sound is, um, is uh, traveling through space and I really 99% into this um, live performing with, uh, with the public. Of course, so a way of how the sound travels through space. And also what as, uh, I wanted to say before, 
how I like to perform or how actually I'm performing, it depends a lot on the speakers that are available in the venue and the space itself. It influences so much, so much the, the overall feeling, you know, because, okay, I'm making the sound, but also it has to be transported to the public through speakers. It also depends very much of, of the quality of the speakers. If the sound is good, I am improvising more, to say the truth. I am changing on, on, I don't know why. I call it intuition, you know. I just do things that I cannot explain myself why I'm doing it, doing the live performance. But if the sound is not so good, I rather stick to the composition that I've written. You're less inspired. Yeah. I'm playing safe. <laughs> yes, okay. All right. And so to engage at the audience, you need to feel their energy. Since you are in the work, how can you match their energy levels? I'm just a visual performer and I like to do performances because I like to express myself through through sound and visuals. But how the people will react or how the people will receive it it doesn't depend on me because, you know, we have the filter of how we see reality based on our own filters, experience, yes. life experience. Yeah. And this I cannot influence, you know, if people are in the same mood as I am or if my sound uh, reaches them, of course, I'm feeling very happy. But if they don't like it and they leave the room or something like that, it's okay as well. You know, it's not your cup of tea, maybe. I'm I'm just doing my job and I'm trying to be honest here and do a good, uh, good performance. But I, I cannot say people, okay, you have to like it because, you know, <laughs> I work for it. Well, last question for you. The festival goers are still a, a very strong crowd, whereas we are in a time where we have unlimited streams and digital downloadable music. What happens now in, in COVID time? Are you a big fan of those VR chats or any VR concert platform? To say the truth, I was a little bit skeptical when the year started, I said like, Okay, this year I'm not going to perform. Goodbye, perform live performing and stuff. But actually it wasn't like that, you know. I got uh, invited to some events that were streamed live and I accepted them. Okay, sometimes I was happy with the results, sometimes I wasn't. But also virtual reality, you know, it, it can be... Okay, everything depends on the quality of the speakers uh, or the headphones that I'm having. You know, maybe this person is doing a good job, but my headphones are bad and I cannot feel it. Actually, it's not it's not exactly like this. Virtual reality is like it's a new medium that you can explore even more. Like now it's 2020, I kind of realized how big this can be. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm not saying only about okay parties in virtual space, which at the beginning I said, oh my god, terrible. No, actually, when I went to those parties, I was like, yeah, look, my friends are here as well. You know, let's chat or I don't know. But also, if you take this VR into more like into a 
more artistic direction and also more conceptually, which I actually really expect from this medium, I think it's going to be massive. It's like really, really, really. And I'm also trying to go more into... Um, uh, VR and try to make like I don't know if installation um, live performance I don't know if I can do but at least a sound piece that can be experimented in the virtual space okay. and as well as you put the speakers in the um, in the physical space you place the speakers okay one in the back one in the front lateral or uh, uh, in the sides or where you want as well you can do it in VR and I think it, there are like millions millions of ways to kind of play with this and discover and research it uh, from the artistic point of view mm, I'm really into it uh -huh. so you 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 ready for uh, Hubs Mozilla or any other VR platform actually I did I worked with it mm -hmm. I had a residency for, um, it was a collaboration between um, Ars Electronica and the um, American Embassy in Vienna. And uh, it, it was called American Arts Incubator. And we were more people and we were um, trying to make some teams. Of course, it was online. We, we were working with, uh, with the Mozilla Hubs. And actually, I was doing the hub, uh, uh, the technical part with... Uh, with uh, this and i really 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 liked it i mean i can i wanted to play more but i didn't have time but uh, yeah i think uh, i think it's cool it's very nice mm -hmm. okay well um thank you very much for your thank you uh talk and and for your energy i think for for pumping up in this sad january <laughs> <I was>, uh, <laughs> Hi. Hi. Um, Hello. Hi. It was such an interesting talk. Um, I was wondering, the times when you work with a singer, I, you were mentioning how much emotion goes into your work and how you kind of express it through the different vibrations. Do you ever find when you're working with another person making sounds as well, then there's like a tension between the emotions? Does that influence your work? or um, The tension between the... Um uh collaborators yeah maybe? say if there's like emotion that they're feeling is different in the moment to what you're oh yes and... definitely definitely yes usually i'm not uh, such a big collaborator this was the um, second time i was um, collaborating for a project with someone with a classical musician the first one was a saxophone player, and we did a jam session. Anyway, with uh, with uh, Johanna, with the soprano, was very very interesting because, except the fact that she was singing operas from the 16th century or something like that, and I was making noise, which is like I don't know 70 years old or 100 years old, let's say. The way she was singing it was really affecting myself as well you know even if i knew what she she would sing i was having goosebumps on stage myself you know it's it's like oh my god this is magic because i it was a good idea you know but actually realizing it it's it's even better and then i understood like Music is magic. I don't, I don't care if it's noise or or opera or classical music or whatever. It's absolutely magical. Yeah, actually, that's this um, 
actually inspired me for the next uh, performance I did in a church in September 2020 for Ars Electronica Festival and an event called Holy Hydra. Uh, I was invited to perform in a church uh, in Linz. And I said, I'm going to go a little bit um, more. And I wanted to combine church music with noise. And actually, they also had a pipe organ. And they gave me the keys for the church and said, like, okay, if you want to play this uh, instrument, I give you the keys. You can come whenever you want. You can rehearse because I told them, it's like, I never played the pipe organ in my life. Actually, I don't play any instrument, you know, I'm just improvising with them. I'm trying to create new things or new interfaces or musical instruments. But like this, this feeling that I had, okay, these people gave me the keys and I'm playing the organ, the pipe organ, which I never played. Okay, I'm making a performance with church music. You know, I was including also some um, male priest voice or something like that with noise and it performed live in a church with public it was absolutely magnificent absolutely magnificent and yeah i don't know if i answered your question <laughs> you thank you so much thank you well, thank you for coming because this week is kind of very busy for you. Uh, you have a, a, a performance in Japan, Shibayu, with uh, New Media Art. Yes, yes. This is the event with um, Neo Shibuya TV mm -hmm. with the exhibition mm -hmm. uh, on 85 screens in a public space. Shibuya, uh, it's a quartier in uh, in Tokyo, and there are 85 screens, and I think also in the Shibuya crossing, the one with a lot of uh, crossings. Actually, it's it's called 30 Seconds Museum, and this week I am uh, featured together with uh, another artist, and uh, it's just the two of us uh, this week. And I think next week there will be other persons. And yeah, it's very funny because. Um, Actually, I suppose I should have gone in 2020 in Japan for a two-month residency and make their um, a new performance called the Sea and Stone and Poetry, in which I wanted to combine like noise with um, traditional um, uh, Japanese music, uh, folk music from Japan. Of course, I, I had my flight on 1st of April and the lockdown came just one week before, so I was like, oh, scheiße. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm expecting to go this year, but um, I don't know if the things are going like this. Uh, I don't know if I'm I'm going to go there. Mm -hmm. But it's it's super interesting that okay i'm not going but my work is going so it's it's super interesting i mean i'm very happy but i also want to go to japan <laughs> well you will eventually right so uh, be patient but uh, i mean <laughs> in the meantime uh, your work travels so that's uh, the advantage of uh, digital and, and sound is that uh, it can move, uh, there is no place. And then, of course, if you are coming uh, to uh, Stockton, uh, please let me know and I will uh, advertise it. Yeah, <laughs> So, yes, I'm, I'm really looking forward to see your residency in Japan because that's promised to be very exciting. Okay, cool. Uh, Great. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs>